Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal for all things great in sports history and your sports break for the September 24th, where we are going to talk about some of the greatest events that's happened on this date, the athletes that performed them, and try to tie in their uniform numbers, because after all, this is the Jersey Dispatch Podcast. So before we get into that, make sure that you know everything that's happening on jerseydispatch.com, pigskindispatch.com, both the podcast and our audio drama Orville Mulligan Sports Trader. We have a daily newsletter coming out to tell you everything that's dropping by. Uh, we're going to be incorporating more and more into that. Uh, we're you know, celebrating some of the birthdays of Hall of Famers and some of the legends of the games that uh, we all love to, to keep in tune with. So make sure you join that. This very podcast, go to the, the show notes and there's a link there to get you or you can go to either one of the websites, pigskindispatch.com or jerseydispatch.com. Now the uniform numbers we'll talk about today for the September 24th are number 16, 25, 12, 6, 18, 49, 14, 3, 24, and number 32. It all starts off in the year 1903, September 24th. Bill Bradley became the first Cleveland professional baseball player who played with the Cleveland Naps uh, to hit for the cycle. You know, uh, the single, the double, the triple, and a home run all in one game. Uh, September 24th, 1906, St. Louis Cardinals' Stoney McGlynn ends up throwing a no-hitter against the Brooklyn Dodgers in a 1-1 tie in seven innings. Must have been shortened by some weather. September 24th, 1908, Robert B. Rhodes became the first Cleveland pitcher, also with the Cleveland Naps, to toss a no-hitter against Boston in a 2-1 Cleveland Naps victory over the Red Sox. Uh, September 24th, 1919, the Boston Red Sox slugger Babe Ruth sets an MLB season home run record at 28 off of Yankee Bob Shockey in a 2-1 loss at the Polo Grounds in New York City. Many people forget that Babe Ruth was a member of the Boston Red Sox for uh, over six years and you know, did this, doing this against his future team, the Yankees, is kind of interesting. Think about that. That's at the end of the season, 1919. It happened January 5th, 1920, that the Yankees ended up purchasing the rights to Babe Ruth from Boston, who was struggling a little bit financially, could use the cash. Uh, I believe it was like 125 grand, and Babe Ruth became uh, a New York Yankee. So a little bit of foreshadowing there, maybe with this game. September 24th, 1920, future Baseball Hall of Fame slugger Babe Ruth, as we're just we're talking about, good segue. Well, he became the first to hit 50 home runs in an MLB season with a first-inning blast off of Jose Acosta in a 2-1 loss to the Washington Senators. September 24th, 1922, St. Louis Cardinals future Baseball Hall of Fame infielder Rogers Hornby set a National League home run mark at 42. 
September 24, 1929, New York Yankee pitcher number 16, Tom Zachary, ended as a season with a 12 and 12 wins and zero loss record, the most pitching wins without a loss in one season. Uh, September 24, 1967, NFL St. Louis Cardinals kicker number 25, Jim Bakken. Well, he ended up booting seven field goals in one game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, setting an NFL record at the time back there in 1967. September 24, 1972, the New York Jets quarterback number 12, Joe Namath. Broadway Joe. Well, he passed for six touchdowns versus the Baltimore Colts on his day, and they end up winning the game, did the Jets, 44-34 to over the rivals. September 24th, 1974, Al Kaline, Detroit's Tigers number six on his jersey. Well, that season, he became just the 12th Major League Baseball player to reach 3,000 hits in that plateau that uh, so many would like to get to. September 24th, 1977, Ken Hinton, number 18 of the Canadian Football League's British Columbia Lions returned a punt, get this, 130 yards. Remember, the field for the Canadian football is much longer. They have a 55-yard line, 110 yards between the end zones where you have the 10-yard end zone. He must have been right back by the end line and took it the distance, uh, did Mr. Ken Hinton. Uh, September 24, 1978, Ron Guidry, number 49 of the Yankees, earned a win over the Cleveland Indians, 4 to nothing raising his record to 23-3 on the season with an ERA of, get this, 1.74. Pretty good pitching there. September 24, 1979, Pete Rose, number 14. Well, he reached 200 hits in a season for the 10th time in his career. September 24, 1983, the Atlanta Braves' Dale Murphy, number 3, became the 6th to hit 30 home runs and steal 30 bases in a season. No small accomplishment there. September 24, 1985, Montreal Expo's Andre Dawson, number 24. We've been talking a lot about him in the last few days. Well, he became the ninth to get six RBIs in an inning, which was the fifth inning of the game when he, that he played that day with the Expos. And he joined Willie McCovey uh, as the only other ones to hit two home runs in an inning twice in his career. September 24th, 1992, John Jahad, number 32, tied a record for 11 along with his teammates of stealing the bases, set a new record against the Brewers that day, uh, or with the Brewers that day, I'm sorry. And uh, September 24th, 1992, Toronto's Dave Winfield, number 32, at the age of 40, became the oldest player in MLB history to reach 100 RBIs in a season. Quite an accomplished it there. Quite a bit of great history for September 24th. Glad you could join us. Hope that you would join us each and every day for some more great sports history here, both on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast and on Pigskin Dispatch. Also, you know, we have that newsletter like we told you, and we also support and are members of the SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Our podcasts are on there, as well as there's 28 other podcasters uh, just bringing you some, some great insight on all different sports, all different genres, all different decades and eras uh, to, with some very insightful experts to tell you about sports history. It's always good information. It's always relevant. It's history. So make sure you join join in there. It's family-friendly and thousands of hours as well to listen to. You can never run out of topics to hear. So until tomorrow, everybody, have a great Sports History Day. 
sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout. He's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.